podcast for fans of Halloween, horror, and all things macabre. Join us, won't you? Welcome back to Halloween Street. I am your host, Leland, here with my good buddy, Mike. Hello. There you go. Uh, welcome to the party. Uh, so, it is Friday the 13th, the day of infamous number of evil. <laughs> I I don't know. We watched a news clip. That woman seemed real excited to say she the... She did. Uh, what did she call it? The, the, well, I mean, you don't need to pull it up I would up have anything, to refer the, to what she said. I don't even know what Well, I guess I looked it up because I wanted to make sure. The fear of the number 13 has been given a scientific name because why would it not have a scientific exactly. name? I think that one is... This is just the fear of the number 13. This isn't actually the fear of the day, right. Friday the 13th, because that name was too fucking long. Yes. But this one I feel is... Triska decaphobia, potentially? That's how it's going to be sound from here on out, because I'm not going to attempt it. You went first, therefore, that's how it's said. Uh, yeah. I don't understand how you can be afraid of a number. I don't see the point. Like, <laughs> it's not real. It's just a number. Even the number on the calendar, not real. If you really think about it, what's real about the days? It's just a way to keep there track are no, There are no actual days or months. There is only night and day, if you think about it that way. That is very true. So... She's she. I'm specifically like I maybe because a woman did the article that right. I read off, so I just assume woman, but that that's wrong to assume mm-hmm. that. But so the person who is scared of say uh, something that does not exist, mm-hmm. I would say that's I understand weird. people being afraid of the six 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 more than anything. But still, that's a number. It's still just a number. Yeah, it's still just a number. Friday the thirteenth. If you're scared of that, then. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I did look up a little bit. Did you even... You also did your own little research on Friday the 13th. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to the movie. Don't mm. don't worry about it. Uh, but did you... I, I, I thought it was very interesting that they... And, of course, this is on online, Wikipedia, and other websites. And if it's online... It's always correct. It's always true. <laughs> so, you know, who knows what really goes on in the world. But... I did find it very interesting that they did say that the Friday the 13th could have something to do with the 13 individuals' presence at the Last Supper the day before Christ died. I mean, if that's true. Or the day before Good Friday. You know what? I grew up Catholic. I don't know this fucking shit. I mean, I don't know it at all. So I found that to be kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, if that's true, whether or not, I, I mean. Well, I believe you have to, if you believe that that is where... I'm going to say etymology, but I feel that's the wrong term here. I know what you're going for here. It's not the right <laughs> word, is it? I think, I, well, maybe it is. Nah. It is now. The um, root of the word. The, yeah, that's correct. The, like, if, if you want to go with that, this thing, the Friday the 13th, the bad omen of having something bad happen on the Friday the 13th, right. that possibly it has to relate to the 13 apostles or 12 apostles mm-hmm. and Jesus. That's that's, but I also feel that's that's Christianity's way of making a history connection yet again through exactly. things that they really just like to. Hey, that came from us. Exactly. Did it? It probably did not. Yeah, I'm like, you know, some. I'm like, you know, a straight white man wrote that book. <laughs> so I don't, you know, it's like, uh, take that as you will. But, but, it's, but it definitely is like a real thing because people don't put uh, thirteen floors on. Hotels. Or okay, so that buildings. is a fact. Yeah, like they, but it is there, weird. there is a thirteenth floor. It's just numbered fourteen. Yeah, dude. Okay, you kind of blew my mind there. So, like, <laughs> I've been in buildings. Uh, <laughs> probably worked on a fourteenth floor in my lifetime. But the thought that they still build it and they go, actively go, oh, whoa, 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 we didn't put a thirteenth floor. You're like, uh, okay, you're right. You didn't on paper. You didn't call it thirteen, but it's you still didn't there. call. But it's still fucking there. <laughs> yeah. Like it's still there. Like it's I can there. count one, two, up to thirteen, and go. Oh, that's the thirteenth floor. Exactly. Like okay, do you think if they only made a building that had thirteen stories, Ooh. or do they not? They always say they always stop at twelve, or it goes higher. That's a good question. Is there a building with just 13 floors? I mean, I'm not going to look it up. Let's there assume there has, there has to be. To be. But do they not call... Do, they, do you look at it and go, oh, that's the 14th floor? You're like, well, mathematically, that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean... Or that, do they count the basement as a floor, but it's really the basement? 
That's a good question. I mean, it it just seems so absurd, I think, to people like us. Because it's yeah. like, why would you be scared of it? All right, well, but you know, I think you know, I welcome think to right. building podcasts. We're going <laughs> <laughs> to architectural. We're going to talk about architects, um, yeah, which just, I know dick about. <laughs> That's, okay, you, you threw a wrench in there. I'm I wasn't, sorry. No, but it's, it's interesting. Cause, but it's a real thing. That's my point, is even... It's such a yeah. thing in popular culture that buildings do not put floor 13. It's that popular. Did you ever see that movie? Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. Being John Malkovich? Yeah. What was, is it I like? I haven't seen it in a while. Okay, we're so stupid. We shouldn't bring it up. But like, I feel like it was, was it like 13 and a half was where they stopped? There was like the, no. the, the floor in between floors that they were all hunched over on? Write in. Honest. You've seen it. You know what? Don't write in because I'm not going to answer it. But I'll just write look in it with up. your comments. Yeah, write in with Tell your us comments. how dumb we are. Yeah, oh, that. <laughs> we haven't seen Being John Malkovich in years. Yeah, I think I saw it in the theater. Oh, wow. And that's the last time? Yeah, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it's, a, it's fine. Yeah. I watched it. I enjoyed it. I'm like, yeah. you have said all that you have to say. Cameron Diaz in a bad wig. <laughs> I, don't need to, I don't need to continue to watch you do your thing. I bumped into her at an airport once. Did you really? Like, literally bumped into her. She was on the phone, I assume on the phone with Justin Timberlake, because it was that time. Oh, wow. And I kind of got irritated because she was on the phone and not paying attention. And she bumped into you. She bumped into me. And I was wow. like, oh, excuse me. And then I was like, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me like, ugh, and walked off. I'm like, oh, I ain't going to watch your movies. <laughs> <laughs> so you were still mad at her, even though she was Cameron Diaz. Still like, oh yeah, yeah. Person's me. still a person. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck how famous you are. You bump into me and don't say excuse me. That's true. You a bitch. You know what? Like this is totally off subject. Oh, that's welcome to the show. Joel McHale almost ran me over with his Porsche twice. Twice. Oh, he's out to get twice. you twice. When I lived in Hancock Park, yeah. I was walking right near the right, right near Paramount, and I was walking across the street, and he came flying around the corner and almost hit me in his Porsche. Like I had to literally jump back, <laughs> and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I like you as much anymore. <laughs> You know what? But it's, then I did. I don't care. I can I can turn this all back around. These are bad luck cases that may or may not have happened on Fridays or thirteenths of Maybe it days. Did. It did happen. I'm on stretching a it out. Uh, twice? Wow. Literally twice. I still but like. Him. I still think he's a cool dude. Uh, I, uh, maybe, maybe it was I, my fault. I don't know if I've mentioned this on previous podcasts or not. I might have. I might not. You know, who can say? Uh, we're we're recording out of L.A., so the areas that we'll talk about are L.A. based. We're actually currently in Burbank, where is the home of late, late talk show host Jay Leno, mm. who has almost, uh, what do you, oh shit, I'm trying, not T-boned, um, tailgated, oh, rear-ended, rear-ended, rear I was like, oh, what do you wow. call it, yeah, he, he's cut me off and almost rear-ended me in two separate occasions with two different sets of antique old-timey cars. <laughs> that's his thing. And I was like, that's his thing. okay, that's great that you're driving a Model T, but that shit need to go at 35, and you are not, sir. Like, oh, yeah. and, and it was it was one of those things when you almost get hit by a celebrity, which kind of random happens a lot out it here. Does, if you live out here for any extended period of time, yeah. I think it's like a real thing. It, that's that's your that's like a New York seeing Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. This is you get almost hit by a celebrity, mm -hmm. almost get hit, not hit because not all of us can be as lucky to get hit by Halle Hit and Run Halle Berry. <laughs> um, never forgive and never forget that bitch did a hit and run. And uh, so, like it was one of those things where you're like, did Jay Leno just hit me? Almost hit me mm -hmm. in a Model T. You had to take it in for me. Like, yeah. I almost got you. Yeah, your, your first race. Almost got. I almost got hit by a car. Mm -hmm. Was that Jay Leno? Yeah. In a what? In, yep. in your huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how I thought. I had to text people when I almost got hit. I was like, Joel McHale almost hit me with his Porsche. My story is not as fun. It was before texting was a thing. Ah, wow. <laughs> He's, Jay's been a rebel for quite a while. I'm so old. <laughs> I had a flip phone. <laughs> oh. I, I wanted the Razor so bad. Oh, yeah. I had for that, that two years I that they that. were a thing. Never got one. I had it. It was yeah. a good phone. It sure. Was well built. I like the design. It was sleek. Yeah, not it. unlike the sleek design of Friday the 13th movies. Yeah, which we should probably it's be talking sleek, about. Not sleek at all. <laughs> uh, they're the opposite of sleek, really. Uh, okay, so in preparation for this, we well, what made me want to bring you on for specifically for the Friday the 13th show is because, well, one, you wore a Friday the 13th t-shirt. And I was like, oh, you would be the one to talk to. Also, you're my horror guy. Mm, uh, so... 
We could discuss all of them. Not going to happen. That we would may, take a long time. We might beat around the bush. You want to know more about the history of Friday the 13th, about Sean Cunningham and doing all his, his making film history. Essentially, I feel that him and him and John Carpenter, I'm not going to throw Wes Craven on this because he's a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like John Carpenter and, and Cunningham kind of get the grandfather of the slasher flick for title sure. for sure um which i'm fine with because i do respect their movies as much as i enjoy them for the you know the shits and giggles and stuff with it uh, but john carpenter and he i believe he has said this and if not then uh, you know next time i have lunch with him i'll ask him <laughs> uh i do a lot he, I'll give him this. I'm, beating, I'm, I'm having trouble formulating words. Basically, John Carpenter, I think, is the grandfather of the American slasher flick with, with Halloween 78. I think that's which pretty safe to say. I'm good with that. It's unfortunate that a lot of people, unless you're horror fanatics or fans or Halloween enjoyment people like us, that you know that a few years before Halloween was a little Canadian film called Black Christmas oh. that gave us a lot more tropes than is thought of because it's not an American movie. Exactly. I love both equally, and I own both on multiple versions because it's one of those like, hey, we brought out another yet digital version of this. You're like, well, I have to get it. Yep. It may have that new interview with Margot Kidder I'd so desire to see. Oh, yeah. It does not. The- but <laughs> disappointment, it does not. But but that's not about this. But I go think, ahead, sorry. But like Friday the 13th, like... They admittedly copied Halloween. Yes, with they said, yeah. Without Black Christmas, there may not have been a Halloween, but there probably would have been. So I don't want to be as gauche to go as I like. Oh, without this Canadian film, John Carpenter wouldn't have made his movie. No, That's no, I'm true. pretty sure he still would have. But I liked it, and I like to lump those two together as both those films are what we now get as modern slasher films because they started with those two. Yeah, and Halloween did kick it off. Yes, for a and. Also, you give Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street also, I think, kicked off their own versions of Slasher. All the evolution getting better or worse, depending on their installment of their god damn long-running series. (laughs) And and we should probably specify that commercial Slasher films, like that's what kicked it off. There's all kinds of other Slasher films, but Halloween is the one that kicked it off went on the road, made money, and then Friday the 13th was like, let's copy what they do. Yeah. And they admittedly, I love that they admit that they don't. Well, how could you not admit it? Yeah. I don't know how much rumor or truth it is. I, I have not, uh, you have the uh, the Friday the 13th. Um, the box set? Yeah, you were telling me about it last yes. week. Have you watched the documentary? I have. Okay, do they talk about, is it true that they had no script or anything, and they brought in a poster, and they were like, "We're making this. Give us money." That is pretty much exactly. I mean, I'm paraphrasing up, that big he long came up story, with but the title Friday the Thirteenth, uh-huh. and was like, "Oh, I think we can do something with this." And they wanted to copy the success of Halloween, right? Right. So then they they like t- they talk about that in the uh, documentary. Okay, cool. I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it eventually someday. It's I awesome. because we discussed it last weekend, and I was like, "Oh, I think I'll look up and see how much that box set is." Oh. oh. I don't have $700 lying around. Why is it so much money? Yeah. Even like a used copy is still $350. It's like, why are I these, know. this? I don't need the 10 in the shit. I just want I them all together. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just have to buy the ones I like solo on Blu-ray. Yeah. Because I own them all on DVD. So I, look, look, no one need part five. No. You That's know what I mean? True. Like, That's pretty true. And I honestly, and I know there are people who do enjoy, I don't need part nine either. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of uh, Jason in space. <laughs> so well, We will get there. I mean, don't, don't you ruin this. Although, yeah. <laughs> I, I, there is something great in that movie. But There's I'm not, a lot. There is a lot. Great. There's a lot great in that there movie. There is. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just talk about it. So we'll get to the, we'll, we'll do the bad first. Yeah. Yeah, Jason X is fucking terrible. It's a terrible movie. But it is probably one of the ones I put on the most though because it is so terrible and it is watchable because it's terrible yes. but you have to understand that like if you're if you don't get the joke no it, it, you're 
Yeah. It is a sci-fi channel movie through and through. Oh, That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but you just hit on something I hadn't thought about. Yeah, it yeah. It is. It's totally a sci-fi channel movie. It's like an R-rated movie. version of a sci-fi channel movie. With probably a sci-fi movie budget, but I imagine. But the one thing that I was going to say about this movie is that it... Uh, it's up for debate of what a lot of people think. I, in my opinion, it has possibly the best kill in the series where the girl gets her she gets her face frozen and then he smashes it down okay the cryogenics freezing oh my god it's a good one that's a great kill i don't i don't know if i would put it in my top five but i might because i have to sit and think of i mean he's killed like what 250 people or something at this point it's It's hard to think about um i would probably put it in my top five i may i would have to think about it i i just i didn't think about like the kill, which ones I like, honestly, for when I was doing preparation, because I was trying to remember more of the movie mm-hmm. than the kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thing I love most about, well, two things I love most about uh, uh, Jason X is and that's what Jason X, right? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, that wasn't even, wasn't even Friday the Thirteenth, Jason X, or was it straight up just Jason? I think it was X? just Jason X. Interesting, bold choice. Forget what the franchise uh, is called. This is called Jason keep, X. Keep it straight when there's what twelve yeah, films. Twelve. You, and it's so weird we can't get the Thirteenth made. You're like y'all. I know. Is, just do it. This <laughs> is the one. Like just do it. You can sob after this one. Like mm-hmm. really. Halloween should not be closing in on your number. It's pretty like, absurd that it's Friday the 13th and there's 12 of them. Yeah. And we've been stuck there. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, for real, people. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's very funny. Uh, the, well, the two things I think of Jason X I find I mean, amusing. One, um, they do the, the holodeck in space. Yes. Which manages to get the naked girls doing the, we like to have premarital sex and smoke the dope. And right. they're like, <laughs> And then he smacks her up against the, the fucking tree in the sleeping bag. I'm like, all right, you're hitting all the zones I needed for yeah. this particular scene. And two, best goddamn tagline I've ever seen in any movie. Okay, second best goddamn tagline. Because the first one is clearly alien in space. No one can hear you scream. Yes. Solid. Phenomenal. Great tagline. This summer, evil gets an upgrade. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> you're starting to convince me that this movie's better than it it is it tickles me so much when I look at my desk and I'm like someone wrote that yep someone got paid actually to write that Todd Farmer was the writer oh if you want to get there now Um, I have notes oh you do (laughs) oh no my note just says Todd fucking Farmer yeah and he get doesn't he get his head chopped off in that movie yeah uh, yes Uh, for those of you who are inclined to like the Friday the 13th series or horror movies Todd Farmer. Mm-hmm. Um, he is this gentleman who somehow worked his way into the Cunningham camp. Yeah. And and has written, I'm going to say movies, not films. He has written a few movies. Drive Angry, right? Fucking hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. Like, you know, when he's fucking that chick and he's shooting and killing and fucking and driving all at the same time on a bed, I was like, this is some bullshit I can't even get into. Mm-hmm. And I like Tank Girl, you know, like, and that is I hear you. pretty rough. So he also wrote the My Bloody Valentine Day remake, the 3D which I one. I do enjoy the 3D one. And when I yeah. found out he wrote that, kind of, kind of lost it. I kind of was like, oh, the like for this just well, went a little went down a bit. Yeah, it's weird because I, you know I hate to pinpoint it on him, but the mm. stuff that he's written hasn't been the greatest movies but him as a person and the podcast and all the stuff I've seen he seems like the coolest dude and, and I'm rooting yes. for him and I that, want him to win that's the problem <laughs> I is, want him to win it's, it's one of those you're just like oh I really like people that have managed to work themselves into I know. to I think Kevin Smith says it best in Hollywood the the best you can hope for is to fail upwards Yeah. and I'm like and I feel when is when do I get to fail upwards Eh, I'm okay. We'll blame it on studio notes. And sure. We'll say Todd Farmer is a great guy and a great writer. Did you? And he just has bad studio notes. It's, hey, you know what? It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. It could be. Being yeah. that you have worked in the industry, I have worked in the industry, we know people who still actively work. We know. Studio notes fucking suck. We know. Uh, have you seen his other, The Messengers? No, I've never seen I've those. I've never even heard of that one. I think it was a, a Kristen Stewart vehicle. Maybe? Really? I, well, I think she's in it. I don't know if she was the lead. She could have been the lead. I don't know. There are two of them. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure about that one. All right. Well, if you feel the need to check those out, Todd Farmer. I mean, we. Uh, Writing we, credit. We should just do a Todd Farmer marathon. 
well, that's that's a six hours. So I just I just don't feel the need to give to someone. You know? I'm, like, I'm like I've got. Uh, according to his, uh, his uh, Wikipedia, he is working on the new Hellraiser with Clive Barker. Again, I'm rooting. Yeah, for him. like maybe it'll be good. Um, do, I do heard we that that need... was falling through though. I, okay, uh, do we need another Hellraiser? No. Okay, no. I, I think I've said my my tone told you I mean, how I feel about that. I'll be honest. Like out of if you look at the. The horror icons, Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface. Sure. Hellraiser is definitely... Top kind of, 10. Hellraiser, Chucky, you know, you got to put 10. them in there. But, but Hellraiser, I just don't... I don't need it. Low 10. I don't need Maybe it. Maybe 9 and 10. Yeah. <laughs> Hellraiser is... 9. It's, Chucky 10 for me. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not I mean, crazy. I enjoy his movies, but I'm like, yeah, I yeah. don't own you. I'll, I'll watch you on sci-fi edited. I'm cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I like the first one. <laughs> you know, there's actually maybe like the fourth or fifth one, Hellraiser Inferno, I actually kind of like, even though it's not great. Fair. I've seen one and two. I was good with never continuing with the series. I was like, there's a lot going on here. Like when the, when the woman, the skinned woman was wrapping her arms up, I, I, I was, I, no. Yeah. I was like, there's, you're 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 moving into a zone where I'm not cool with. Like I like my Jason, but if, so yeah. this might go down a road. But so if we add a new Hellraiser, to the, to the, <laughs> well, we are on the Halloween Street. Go down many right. roads. If we're if you we're getting, what? I want to file that joke. <laughs> like, yeah. We are on the Halloween Street. <laughs> as a bad if joke. We I may new, cut that out. I may not. So fuck it. It's pretty good. I ain't gonna edit shit. <laughs> I walked right into that one. So if we get a new Hellraiser movie and it's awful, if you look back at the canon of Hellraiser movies uh, and you add that to it and you look at it 20 years later, is it like, it's not going to be any different than when we go back and watch the horrible Friday the 13th movies or the bad Nightmare on Elm Street ones, you, you sure, know what I mean? I, In the moment, you want it to be such a good movie. Well, yeah, but, but maybe things get lost to time. Exactly. You know, like maybe we'll only have one Friday the Thirteenth in the in the future, and no one will know what the fuck a Jason Voorhees is. Exactly. They'll just always know Pamela. 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 Pamela was the murderer. Yeah. Wanted to say Betsy, and I was like, No, no, that's that the, the real she name. Was the actress, yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. She was the actress. A delightful woman when you see her in interviews. Absolutely. Like she generally kind of understood what she was doing she did even though she I, yeah in the documentary it's, she talks about how she didn't want to do it yeah. she wanted to she was gonna get a car she was gonna get a car yeah she wanted a new car and her agent called when she was hoping to shop for a new car <laughs> and she hated the script and was like whatever no one will pay attention to this movie it will buy me a car yeah, wow. and then that's the thing that argue for our generation at least yeah. she's the most known for yeah i don't know her anything. yeah she's she did other stuff that, now i this is you get you just gave her a lot of props, I, and I, I I'm not quite sure, but I, I think I might be about to take him away. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Jason versus Freddy. Mm -hmm. I did not know that wasn't her. Oh wow! I, I thought okay. that was just the same lady because I was like, oh, she old and white. She's the same lady. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> I'm usually a lot better than that when I'm with people. That's why I was when I found that out. I like, and honestly ago i found that, that movie came out like 2003 yeah like when i found that out, i felt real bad i was like oh poor betsy was she dead at that time uh, is she dead now she, yeah she's dead well then she don't care okay unless i'm killing her off and she's not i'm pretty sure uh, she dead. was old she was old. look it's sad people die yeah all right well then i we'll feel like we're past that we've, <laughs> we've fallen into ranking the friday the 13th movies by deaths but uh, yeah so okay so i we specifically said we were gonna not talk about all of them we'll talk about I mean, we probably will mention certain mention ones that we already have, but yeah. we most likely I'll we'll do another show on a specific Friday the Thirteenth movie in the future or not. That'd be cool. So, I said to you, Mike, choose two or one that is your favorite of the series, and maybe we'll wax romantically about that particular one. Right. And you chose Friday the Thirteenth Six. Part Six. Jason, Jason lives. lives. 1986. Why is this one the one that you watch the most or go to? Uh, well, it was up between this and part four, and I rewatched part four again, and I realized that part four is kind of just like a, it's it's one and two in a more concise version and a better version in, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, okay. It is it's the same formula of of one and two. Okay, just start bringing up the formula is, is kind of subjective. Well, well. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but, so, but you know what? No, but it's actually known of those it's movies. Actually, it's untrue because at this time we didn't have a fucking formula yet. So that's true. Looking back in retrospect, oh, there's a there's a formula. But so I said to you earlier that I find part four is just be a downer. 
It is. It, it, it yeah. is. And it's, it, I think the it's reason the I chose he- six. It's their heavy one. It's heavy. It's slow. It moves slow, but it, I mean, it mo- arguably moves quicker than the first two. It but I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I refer to part four as the Corey Feldman one. Because yeah, like, everybody it, knows. You get Corey Feldman even all though, bald and crazy. Yes. And even you're just though, like, oh, that's okay. And Crispin Glover's in that movie. Is it, he really? He's in that movie. What's and he, he does this he? insane dance there's a dance Why? Thing that he Why? I mean, what did he play? I don't uh, think I ever was, knew he was in this one. He was one of the horny teenagers that just wanted to get laid. Oh, to me, he's always old. That's weird. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's weird. Because he's probably... Yeah, you forget that he's it's He's probably still 30. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he's just one of those people that I'm like, you're always, always make flies yeah, age, like exactly. old. <laughs> so I think, well, yeah. So to get back to it, I get... I, I chose six because I think four and six were definitely some of my favorites, although... You know, there's some other great ones in there, but yeah. I chose six mainly because I think the pacing of the movie is awesome. Uh, the shots are extremely cinematic, and I think the writing is great and the jokes are great. And I think it, as far as a standalone horror movie, it mm-hmm. it really moves along. I will give, um, yeah, okay. Now I was going to ask you because we, we didn't want to talk before we started. Is six? The one with the RV where the girl's head gets shoved through the the R the the the, the metal of the RV. That is part six. Probably in my top five favorite. That's a great, That's a fun one because you're like the ridiculousness of this is intense. Yep. Like because this is even dumb for this kind of movie. Yep. Yeah. And to bring up what we were talking about before about how uh, the face getting smashed, the cryogenic freeze. Sure. Jason obviously has a thing for smashing faces. It is an easy That was it's definitely yeah. that that the kill in part six is a, a great one. What I love most about it is that the dude is is he's only rocking out to really bad eighties heavy metal. Alice and, Cooper. Oh, it's Alice I said Cooper. really bad. Oh, Wait, now I feel bad because I love Cooper. Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched six. It's I'll be honest. Fair enough, uh, man. It's hard to keep them straight. It's that's it's true. almost impossible to keep them straight. Uh, okay, I do like the Cooper. Wow, I didn't know it was a Cooper song. Is it a, is it one I probably would I should know? I mean, honestly, I'm not a fan, but I love okay. his, I love his songs in the movie, but I never actively listen to him. Not a fan of Cooper, huh? There's know, no truth in this art. Fuck really. this podcast. <laughs> <Right? laughs> um, I so mean, that's I think been he's this, great. That, I, this is Mike's last show. Uh, <laughs> I think he's great. I just don't actively listen to him. No, that's fair. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So all right, cool. I thought that was the one. Yeah, and yeah. at the, uh, earlier in the movie. Um, there's that paintball scene where Jason smashes the guy's face into the tree and there's a carved smiley face and then it is a bloody smiley face in the tree so there's so much face smashing in this series but I love that kill I love that kill that's a good one too Um, you're making me remember it Uh, and and what you were saying before about the RV mm mm-hmm after Jason causes all the carnage in the RV, the RV is on its side, it's in flames, and Jason just stands on top of it. Well, yeah. And it's such a phenomenal shot. Well, why? Well, how else do you get out of a flaming RV? Dude, he, he conquered that fucking RV. Yeah, no. Now, this is uh, what is... Some could say unfortunate. I don't know where I lie on this particular argument. But, so, six is where, essentially, zombie Jason begins. Pretty much. Because they resurrect him from the dead on accident. Let's talk about that. Because it is it is absolutely ridiculous. Now, it's, we're supposed to believe that the, the older kids are, one of them is supposed to be Corey Feldman's character. Is that Right, which true? is the, now the third inter- iteration of uh, Tommy Correct. Jarvis. Correct. That's the name. Okay. Yeah, Tommy Jarvis. Because I, I wanted to say Tommy, whatever um, the Halloween kid was. Oh, because Paul Rudd yeah. comes in and plays him in part six. Yep. We know what we're not even gonna go down no. that road. We'll, because yeah. Cult of Thorn, that's a whole podcast yep. on its own. But okay, so you got yeah, he throws well he fuck did he like chucks Dude. the thing in there on accident? But like the it's thing so that stupid. I found so absurd is when yeah, he ta- he walks over to the cemetery gate and breaks part of the cemetery gate off <laughs> and then throws it in the, into the grave. How did he fucking do that? That well, I, he I, is super strong. Yeah, and the, there was no no like straining at all. He just broke it off, stabs it into the grave, and then he gets struck by lightning and it resurrects Jason from now, the dead. Now, then they he, it's like they dug him up to look at his body. So it's like straight up Jason dead body. Exactly. Metal in heart or whatever. Yeah, they wanted to make sure he was dead. Okay, now was that a reaction to... Now this is the stretch. 
I have I have seen part five once. Okay. And I, well, I fair enough. I and I, I remember going, oh, I will not watch this one again. Yeah. Was this him buried in the cemetery? Any kind of connection to part five? Because he wasn't even in yeah. part five. It was the it the, was that the copycat other, it was thing. The, yeah, he was the copycat killer. It was the was he. I don't know. Was he a doctor or something? Oh, what was I, that guy I, I, did? Let's go with doctor because it sounds I forget sexy. what he did. I feel like he drove an ambulance. I don't know what he did. I only he saw it once. He did something stupid. But he was a copycat killer and he right. acted like Jason. It wasn't a. It wasn't a Friday the Thirteenth movie. No, it was not. I. I, I mean, I. I'm it, sure the internet could tell us this, but I'm not going to look it up. But like, it could not have been the first fake out movie with a uh, with a horror icon, but. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I kind of think. Well, maybe I need to revisit it. It's like, maybe wouldn't that be weird if Five is like genius and, and everyone's it's, it was, it's it like, like shitting on it's it for like twenty season, years? Season of the Witch. Everybody <laughs> suddenly loves Halloween Season of the Witch. It is not good. Let's stop. Let's Season I the Witch. I love is, that movie. Sure, it's, love it, but it is not a Halloween it is, movie. And it's it, it, it's its own great horror movie for what they do. And to that point, yeah. Part Five of Friday the Thirteenth is more of a Friday the Thirteenth movie than Season of the Witch is a Halloween movie. I know okay. that was very long, but it actually makes a lot of sense in my brain. It's true. It is, you know, Friday the Thirteenth Five reminds me more of an episode of the show. Oh, where remember the show was like yeah. there was there are weird things in this uh, bookstore and you touch them and that's the episode. That's very true. You know, like that's how I always thought about it. That's yeah, very maybe I need true. To rewatch part yeah, five. Yeah, maybe we should rewatch. Uh, but anyway, so sit, continue with your yeah, six. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know. A couple points. Obviously, it was made in. It was not not obviously, but it was made in 1986. And I don't. Oh know, no, just, it's obvious if you watch it back yeah. then. You're well, like, oh, there's a lot right. of big hair. Yeah, that I mean. Jeans up to your jeans. Chest. I think the acting, <laughs> the acting is really good for a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Is there anyone of merit in this particular one? Uh, not I, was there a Kevin Bacon? No. Okay, so no. there's just these are these people have not gone on. Not that I'm aware okay. of. No. Well, but we don't need to look. I think <laughs> most interesting to note two things about the movie. One, there is absolutely no nudity in it. It's the only Friday the Thirteenth movie with no nudity. How did it? What? I know for real. It is the only Friday the Thirteenth movie with no nudity, huh. which is hard for me to pinpoint it as my favorite movie <laughs> because that's such a part of Friday the Thirteenth. But also, like, where? Like, I, I can't think of. Well, there is the, in the RV before. As the only place I could think of is where they would have it would be in the RV. There is a sex scene where they are listening to some weird, like, workout music. Like and you do. they are having sex, and she is, like, kind of working out on top of him. Yes. And it is the most yeah, absurd yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the only place, really, where there could have been nudity. But it's hard for me to name this as one of my, as my favorite Friday the 13th, because. No, no, it's it's, nudity is such a staple in these movies. Oh, I mean, it's it's that yeah. Uh, The 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 ingenue young girl taking off her clothes, making a stupid statement about, "Hey, where is everybody? I'm going to go take a shower. I.e., I'm going to go to the lake. Mm -hmm. Whatever." Mm -hmm. There's really not much of that in this. Oh no, but. Is, but he's not in the lake tomb. He's not at the camp in this one, is he? Uh, not until really the end. Yeah, this is one of the... I mean, he only very rarely ever left the camp. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the later ones, they did whole movies where he wasn't at the fucking camp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> where he's on a boat, where oh, he's supposed to be in Manhattan, but he's on a boat. That's, fucking... <laughs> that's a whole other thing in itself. Uh, I respect that they gave him eight and a half minutes of him in Times Square. Yeah. But that is the only amount of eight minutes they can yeah. afford, which is so funny. That movie's terrible. Yeah, that's that's that, that's, that's on a low level. Movie. That's that a is, low level. That is very low for me. Uh, um, well, I, I mean, a couple other things. I think bring it on. Obviously, uh, the Harry Manfredini score in this one, I think, per, is particularly awesome. But they, they all were scored pretty good. They're, but they're yeah, all some are better than others. This yeah. one, I think, there's just more score in it, so it drives the movie along, which I think helps with the pacing. Um, um, what did Tom Savini do this one? I don't think he did. Okay. Because he did part four. I know he's yeah. heavily involved with part four. I think, yeah. Uh, I don't think he had anything to do with it in part five. And if he did, we or apologize, skip, Tom. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he did at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mentioned the paintball scene. I think that that was That's pretty fine. great. Uh, there's also an awesome kill in that where the cemetery groundskeeper uh, is walking through the woods when he's drunk. Okay. And he goes to throw his bottle of empty, uh, at this point it's an empty liquor bottle. Sure. He throws it behind him, but Jason is miraculously behind him, catches the bottle, yes. smashes yes. the bottle, yes. and then stabs him in yeah. the neck with the bottle. That's a good one. That is a great yeah. kill. 
Because it's one of those you're waiting to hear. Like, he throws the bottle and you're waiting to hear the crash and you don't. Yes. Because you're like, uh, yes. uh, he got it. And then there's also a lot of dad jokes in this movie. Um, oh, that's great. There's one where when Tommy Jarvis and the girl, I, th- I forget what her name is, um, they're trying to run away from the cops. Like you do. And he, Tommy, she tells Tommy Jarvis to put her his head down in her lap so they're driving away and they keep showing close-ups of him staring at her crotch sure and as they're running away as they're driving away there's one point where he's looking at her crotch and they say one ridiculous joke and then she says this is gonna be a hairy turn hold on (laughs) and they show his face and they show the crotch shot and it is just so absurd I had to note it. I'm so glad women were treated so well in these movies. This is going to be a hairy turn. And it's just like, come on. But at the same time, I love it because no, it's, it's so well absurd. played. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible, but yeah. it's it's terrible in the way where you're like, <laughs> yeah, they made a dirty joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know, there's also kids. This is the only movie where there's actually kids at the camp, like kid kids. Shut up. Yeah, there there's kids at the camp in the flashbacks in the movies, but this <laughs> right, that's how I always right, related. There's, yeah. This is the only one where there's actually kids at the camp. Now, thankfully, Jason doesn't actually ever kill the kids. He comes close to... Oh, no. Well, there's a limit. There's, there's a, a limit, limit to these movies. And there's, there's a it, limit. Yeah, you can't kill kids, but we can kill dogs. Yeah. 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 So he never kills the kids. Um, but I think just overall, my, I guess my last real statement about the movie is I think that it feels like there's a constant sense of dread. Like, the police can't stop him. Right. The kids can't stop him. Obviously, you can never stop Jason. But in this movie particularly, it just feels like... The cops are out to get him. Nobody can. Nobody can do anything. That's because Zombie him. Jason is zombie unstoppable. J- he is unstoppable. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I like. I really like that about the movie. Well, it's. I we this was not planned. You chose six. Strangely enough, my favorite is part seven, the New Blood, nineteen eighty eight. Because Carrie versus Jason. Carrie versus Carrie versus Jason. That's just the tip of the iceberg for this. But I. I love um, that the movie part six ends with him being trapped underwater with the chain around his neck. Exactly. And they remember that in part seven. And I was like, and I remember watching it even as like a youth thinking, oh, look, continuity. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Even though one through four technically continuity wise, they are kind of supposed to be the same series. Right. But because it's the '80s and continuity wasn't so much of a thing, mm-hmm. you can't you you can watch one through four and go, oh, this is one specific story. Right. But it because it's multiple actors playing the same characters and Jason suddenly is alive and then age with a bag over his head. You there's degrees of there. Right. It isn't like a um, Halloween one and two. H2O and Resurrection. Correct. I hate to put Resurrection in there, but Jamie Lee's in it, therefore continuity. It, it, it is continuity. You know, so. It is, there is that kind of situation, and I like that he is at the bottom of the lake with a chain around his neck. Mm-hmm. It is the first one that Kane Hodder did. And it is. The honestly, this is the best he looks in, in the entire series. I would probably have to agree with that. He looks so good in this. There's a shot towards the end of the movie before... It's, I, I would say it's where the third act is about to really start kicking into high gear. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the lead actor or the lead character, uh, let's just call her Carrie because I didn't write down her fucking name. Uh, <laughs> I think it's so, Tina. It is Tina. I think it's Tina. Yes. Well played, sir. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Tina is running away because it's kind of all this movie is, is her running away it from things. It really is. It's like a chase I guess scene. you can say it's a film because she's running away from herself and the person trying to kill her. Yeah. Okay, there was my one hundred, my one on one student films degree there at work. You go. Uh, so yes, she's the shot I love the most is that she kind of turns around. And it's one of those bullshit statements. They're like, "Where is he? Where is he?" And they cut to Jason under a like it's essentially it's a street light, mm-hmm. but because it's on a camp, it's a boat, so it's a boat light, I right. guess. But there's no fucking street. But <laughs> it's it's essentially a street light, overhead lighting, boom. And he is just lit up from the top in the shoulders, yes. and you see the rib cage coming yep. out, the chain, and he's holding, I'm pretty sure, an axe or a machete. One of those, he's pretty partial to both. Yeah. And he's sitting there. That is a shot that has actually scared me. Because, so my house currently has a, a backyard, 
and there is a overhead light in the backyard so when the dog goes out we can see the dog my biggest fear is to come out in the middle of the night to let the dog out and look up and see someone standing under the goddamn light yeah. and that is the shape that I always think of yeah. is that Jason silhouette with the bones with a, I know he's not referred to as the shape right. but in this fucking movie he's the goddamn shape yeah. and that shot scares me to death and I love that shot well I mean to like honestly to say exactly what you're saying about the shape of him I think when people think about Jason they even though Kane he's a Hutt big dude, yeah, Kane Hodder doesn't come in. Dude. He doesn't come in until your movie, part yeah. seven. But he is arguably the Jason. Well, because he was, because I think he's he was got the, the right that, body build. He's got okay. That is also that, true. Yeah, but I think he's the only one that was brought back steadily. I mean, right. he did four, fought four. Yeah, yeah, because ten, so. I believe, was his last one. Yeah. So like, he is the Robert England of. Right. This these movies. Even like, though he doesn't yeah. show up until part seven. Because because oh, but yeah, but they had so many Jasons before then. But the yeah. thing is, as the body shape changes so much, a lot of them were mostly just tall. But Kane Hodder was the first one he who was, a, was he, he was, was tall, but he was bulky. Yeah, and he, that was important. Yeah. And I think he, I mean, Kane Hodder. I'm now, now we're talking about Kane Hodder's body, but his his upper body is big, and he has a smaller, yeah, yeah, slimmer, and yeah, it he, works he, as a he, monster vibe. He forgot about leg. He for, he did forget about leg day. Jason, when he works out, does not remember. But leg for day. some reason, that it, on Jason, it makes him look like more of a monster. Yes, and the bigger Jason gets, the more monstrous he. But but then you get to the 09 remake. He's too big. Yeah, not bulk wise. He's too tall. Exactly. And you're like, well, now he's just this hulking. That's well, exactly you know what? But part nine's part nine's kind of not not part nine. The 2009. The 2009 remake reboot reimagining whatever that was um one of my issues with it is it becomes like jason is the he's the simpleton yeah he he's the the simple handicapped child yeah. that is really he's the what um the mice and mini lenny mice and mini <laughs> the mice and mini he's lenny yeah he became this big dumb guy who is a childlike mind that happens to be a murderer right where here we have zombie jason that right. It still makes no sense, but I, it's I can accept Zombie Jason mm -hmm. with more of a capability. And yeah, easy, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, and it's weird to think that, you know, everybody kind of views Kane Hodder as the iconic Jason, but he did not only was he, his he body look the best, he looked the best. Yeah. The costume was great, and he also just he understood the body language. I love the I ribs. Think, I, the ribs really yeah. add some of that costume. I think a lot of the the earlier movies. The killers just don't, and I will even say, even though I love Part Six, and that's probably my favorite movie. Sure, sure. Jason isn't as imposing, or and his body language isn't great as compared to sure. Part Seven, where he feels like a monster. Is not as bad as Part Three. Part yeah. Oh, so I saw. I went to a retrospect a few years back, maybe longer than a few years, uh, where they I watched Part Three in 3D, mm -hmm. and then they brought out the cast to talk about it. Oh, that was that sounds awesome. So they brought out the guy that played Jason, who I don't think was an actor. I think it was like, hey, do you want to be in a movie? Was it the older guy or it the was, younger guy? It was the old guy. Oh. And he proceeded. They must have had a green room somewhere where alcohol was free. Because this dude was lit like a motherfucker talking about Jason. Wow. Like he was cutting off char uh, characters. He was cutting off other actors on the panel to talk about how amazing it was when he chose the hockey mask. And they all kind of had us look like, motherfucker, you didn't choose shit. Wow. Like, they handed you as said, you're wearing this now. Yeah, I think you know in, I mean? in the documentary they talk about how he... I think there were two two guys that played Jason in that movie. We're talking about part three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were two guys that played Jason in that movie, and the older guy who you're referring to... Yeah, he crazy. He did, yeah, he did some of the, like, the later stunts, and he, he wasn't primarily Jason, yeah. but he wanted credit for it. And I mean, he's... he's he, did portray sure. knock himself he has his rights to own up to whatever he needs to do right he crazy though yeah and i was like oh you making this evening great yeah. because you are making a fool of yourself in front of all these good paying people wow. <laughs> uh but part seven um, yeah it, it's i it's it's someone was like hey that carrie movie did pretty good that's so true you you want to see how jason 
fights an X-Man. Like, it's kind of like what it is. I mean, the effects in that movie are awesome. They do get creative They're, with it. They do get creative because, well, I think it is, it's a testament to filmmakers in the 80s and 90s. Or, no, you know what, fuck it. It's a testament to filmmakers who do not have digital. So That's everybody true. before digital. Yeah. You had to actually write yourself out of problems. Yep. You had to come up with shit on the fly. Yep. And there is some fun stuff in that movie. Uh, I do like that that is the... Tina comes to the camp that's no longer a camp. Right. It's the there is a camp, but it's dis uh, disarray. It's disbanded. Yeah. So someone built rich white people built boathouses and, mm -hmm. and and cabins away from the city for their rich white lives. And then they go here and there's a birthday party for not Tina's friends. Right. And they invite her over. And I'm thinking and watching people going, bitch, don't go. Uh, yeah. You were unsociable. <laughs> Just say no. no one wants you there. You don't want to go. Just don't go. And your mom's such a bitch. And she's like, you need to go. You need to go. And her shrink, who is played by the actor who plays Weekend at Bernie's Bernie, oh. which makes me giggle because I'm like, <laughs> this weekend's with Bernie. It's fucking Bernie. And, and he gets killed at a, I don't know if it was a good kill or it was a lazy kill, is where Jason gets the long weed whacker oh it just kind of does it to his face yeah. and you're just like all right i it's not uncreative but it does feel lazy for jason it does feel a little lazy <laughs> i mean jason does have some lazy kills he does, he does have some occasionally there'll be a lazy fucking kill <laughs> he wasn't feeling it during yeah. that moment he's he, he's had to walk very quickly to get yeah. to where those girls are running to he can't we'll always give, we'll give him we'll give him the weed whacker sure it was i just remember going like huh I feel a little lazy, but you yeah. know what? You made up for it with the the girl um, having sex in the tent on top of the guy, and she he rips through with the machete and yep. just kind of hacks off her arm yep. in her in her torso. That's solid. That's solid because she never stops fucking him. That is that which is, is I, mean, I think a choice for the actress. <laughs> I mean that that has to be kind of top five kills for me as well because like, it's absurd. I was like, huh, well, there's a choice. She's making one. Yeah. All right. No, no, don't stop for the man that's killing you. Keep going. Yep. Get you that dick. I understand. Yep. You need to get there before you're dead. Like, you want to ride out high. Unfortunately, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't. Is part seven where he, the, the sleeping bag against the tree? Where he smashes it against yes. the tree? Uh, it might be. That's always my favorite kill. That's my number that's one kill. That's a kill. Is he? I want to say it is that one, but I'm not a hundred percent positive. I think. I mean, another. I mean, another kill worth quickly noting is sure. in part two, when uh, the one guy walks down the hallway on his hands. Uh -huh. He's doing a, like a hand walk. Yes. And Jason hacks him yes. in the crotch to yes. like kind of split him in half. That's another great inventive creative kill. <laughs> That's a, also like, why are you walking downstairs? Why are you, yeah. why are you, you deserve that? to die. He did deserve to die. <laughs> he did deserve to die. But yes, the sleeping bag against the tree is... I mean, that's an iconic. My, my buddy really always... I, funny enough, my buddy... My other buddy, Mike, likes the wheelchair kill. Oh, he my think, God. He thinks the kid in the wheelchair had it coming from the first scene. I was like, why you have it out for wheelchair people? He's like, no, the guy was a dick. I was like, was he? I mean, he kind of was the nicest guy. You just don't like nice people. <laughs> it's like, that... What they achieved on a on an effects level with that kill, taking him down that those stairs, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. But you know, Carrie fights or Tina, Car Tina Carrie, Carrie Tina. It know. is Carrie. She and they do it with all the um, the panache of like you you expect like the Austin Power, not Austin Powers. Um, the Tarantino Kill Bill like sound effects when when they do like because they would do the close up on her and it would go yep. and then she would like throw a, a knife across the yep. room and you're like okay mm -hmm. uh, you know what a testament to the actress that with all the look she she she's working that look with a camera you yeah. know what I mean like she because she knows she don't have telekinetic abilities right. or pyrokinetic abilities at the end. She gains a lot of powers during that movie. She does. Because they're growing. Like all mutants, she grows and then evolutionizes all within a small time frame. I, uh, I mean, yeah. I, like, I think to your point of that, choosing this as your best movie, it kind of goes to show that, like, Jason versus other powers or things. It, was, it works. It does work so well. Because well, I, it would not have worked if it was, like, his first one, of course. No. Because you need all the backstory of, yeah, Jason's this unstoppable killing exactly. zombie machine or whatever the fuck he is. 
yes, him versus something is good. Yeah. I think the concept behind him versing New York was great on paper. Right, but <laughs> it know, wasn't well achieved. It, no. But uh, honestly, I mean, him versus Freddy, I'm, I'm one oh, of the people. Oh, that's in my top. I yeah. love that fucking I love movie. That movie. So yeah. many people hate that movie. They're, no, those are those are wrong people. I love that movie. <laughs> For our purposes, they, they're, wrong. they're wrong. I would have to agree like, with you because I think that's a phenomenal movie. I saw that movie on opening day and I was like, we all know this is going to be the best movie of the year. It is and honestly, so good. I think it was. It's so in a year that had the first Pirates movie, best movie of the year is Freddy the Jason. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's the top for me. You know, not necessarily putting it more in order. Part seven, part four, um, part six. Yeah. Obviously, I said and Freddy versus Jason. I love Freddy versus. What's great about Freddy my... versus Jason is they. Rem- that's another one to go back to continuity. Mm-hmm. They bring shit up from both franchises organically that you're gonna go. Oh yeah, they did have those weird drugs that yep. they gave the kids so that they wouldn't fall asleep. Yep. Oh, they brought that back because it had been a couple movies where they didn't mention it. That's true. And you know, and then they brought back the mom because you gave like, hey, remember he's doing this all because of his mother. Yep. Like, okay, there's that. You know, and then they brought in those the, the groups of kids. That was also the first one I remember going like, oh, you got real actors now. Yeah. They had money for that. Yeah, they had money. Yeah. Because everything else up to that point, no offense to anyone who's been in those movies or their their acting ability, but Freddy versus Jason, not only did they get a shit ton of money, but they had legit actors. And I say legit in the sense of they had other credits and have all continued to still work to this day in some aspect. Wasn't Jason Ritter was in that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's still working. He's still, yeah. He's 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 actually quite good. I like him in things. Um, I heard him on a podcast. I was like, "You're a cool dude." He like, seems I feel awesome. like I can hang out with you. Uh, not to, it's not a, not a Freddie cast, but that is, other than Freddie saying "bitch" every t- five minutes is yeah. my favorite thing yeah. he does. The "got your nose" line on Kelly Rowland is oh my probably God. my favorite thing Freddie yeah. does in any movie yeah. because it made me laugh so hard that it was one of those laughs I could not contain it in the theater where people were looking at me like you need to quiet down <laughs> we're trying to watch a movie and I was like why are I was like why aren't you laughing it's so good he said got your nose and cut it off don't you get it but I think those it's people, Destiny's Child it's funny that he killed her those people <laughs> were looking at it as a horror movie yeah you're looking at it as a Friday the 13th fan and like this is ridiculous for so many reasons yes. and I love it I love that it's not in the movie this thing um, in the trailer they did a trailer cut where the girl goes, Freddy versus Jason, oh, place yeah. your bets. And you're like, please don't be in the movie. Yes. And it's not. It's and not then, thank God, because if it would have been, and you're like, place your bet. Mm-hmm. This is a kind of an intense scene for you as a character. Not, don't make jokes. Right. Your friends are all dead. Yeah. Your boyfriend just got slashed up. And are, you need to, bitch, you need to run. Like, yeah. like, oh, who's going to make your bets? You're like, no, no, no. Stop it. And in yeah. traditional fashion, it's you know nobody really wins. I don't know. I think Jason won that. You fight. think so? He did, had his head at the end of that fight. He did, but Freddie is but unkilling. He's, but he's talking. Isn't Freddie? He says he winks. At he the winks camera. at the end. Yeah. They're both but, are un, Both you're right. Both did not die. They both did get wins. Mm-hmm. But well, at the end of the movie, Freddie is headless and thrown on a pile. And you know what? To your point, I think. Because Wes Craven, Wes Craven, Wes Craven, Wes Craven, Wes Craven has since Wes Craven has died, uh, Robert England said he will not portray Freddie anymore Good if it's him. not under control of Wes. So technically, technically, Freddie is dead. Freddie, sure. as we know it, is dead. Yeah, and if they do do a new one, and I'm for, I'm sure you can continue it. You just need to take it back to what it was and not do the. Was it 09 They did the remake or ten? It was nine, I think. Uh, that was that was that was that was that was heavy. Yeah. That wasn't fun. Visually, it was great. Visually, all those remakes are even the 09 Friday Thirteenth is visually stunning. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that they were like, "Hey, we're gonna answer that age-old question: Did Freddy Krueger molest all those kids? Oh yeah, he molested yeah. them." And you're like, "Oh, I mean, I kind of figured he did because he's the bad guy, but mm. you didn't need to tell me." Well, you made it I mean, real. I do. I I do like New Nightmare. I think it's good. It's fine. I have West no Craig issues with it. it. My only it's my, a, it is a heavy movie. My right. real biggest complaint is the use of CG for things that did not need CG. Yeah, well, that like was him in, coming out of the wall. Yeah, you're like, it looks ridiculous. You, you know, for a buck fifty, you could have made this a lot better. It does look ridiculous. That's a that's an expensive shot. That looks not real. Right. Yeah. But the uh, I I do enjoy it. I don't. I, it's been a while since I've watched it. But 
It's been a while since I watched part seven of Friday the 13th either, but I do love that one the most. That's the one I've watched the most. That's why I was like, I can talk about that one without having to do a rewatch on it anytime right. soon. It's easy to watch. It is an easy it, to watch. A lot one. happens in that movie. And I love that the bitch gets killed. The, yeah. the blonde, superficial bitch. I yeah. don't remember how she dies. I don't care. Uh, just as long as, as she long gets as she's it. dead, uh, yeah. you're, you're happy, man. Because it's it's you know. Um, before we wrap up, we will be we'll talk about a little negativity. You did not like the game that you can currently get uh, right now. On, uh, is it downloadable, streaming, whatever the fuck? They yeah, call you can it. get it on PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox, Xbox One. Yeah, I think it's pretty. I have not taken the plunge to buy it yet. Because I think thirty nine or twenty nine ninety nine or thirty nine that too much. That is a fifteen ninety nine special, which I'm sure it will be during Halloween or Christmas. Yeah, I was a Kickstarter backer, and yeah, I bought that's all. That's why I was waiting yeah. for your review, and when you were not happy, I was like, "Oh, that's." I not bought good. all the extra packages for the looks and everything. It looked and good. It visually, it does look good. Yeah. I think the characters handle like shit. To be honest, okay, they're really slow and clumsy, and uh, like Jace, Jason runs a lot. In this okay. and Jason now Jason does actually run a little bit in the movies here and there a little bit a very very little bit he has spurts of but zombie energy in the game yeah, he's a runner he's a runner of... in the game and the animations for the characters when they run or they jump through windows um, it's not well done okay um, the game itself could have been so awesome but um, it's it's just not what it should be in my opinion did you ever play the the NES Friday the 13th game oh, back yeah. in the 80s? Where he's like purple and green. Oh, okay. is that it one? purple and green? I just know it was... I'm going to go into a building. Walk, 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 walk. And they yep. go in there and they're like... Dun, dun, dun. And you hear that... Because it's NES, they can't do much. And you're like, oh, this is great. Oh, he's there. Run, run. And you never could get away from him because he was faster. Yeah. But he didn't run because it's 8-bit system. Yeah. It's better than that. You can't even we'll say it. it's better than that. Yeah, all right. It's, it's, it should be, I don't know. Personally, like, I think if you're going to play a horror game, you should play Dead by Daylight. I think that game is absolutely phenomenal. I don't know that one. It's, it's another kind of under-the-radar indie yeah. game, but it's it's pretty, it's it's well done. I mean, they're constantly developing it, and it has a lot of glitches that appear. Sure. They fix them. I think that game plays way better than the Friday the 13th game. And sure, that's a great IP, but Dead by Daylight is completely original, and I think yeah. it's a better game. You and me have drastic opinions. We do not agree on this. That uh, uh, until dawn, until dawn, I you think. massively disliked. You and your girlfriend Rachel were like, uh, uh, "Not for us." Fiance. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I, you know Fiance. what? Fiance. Fair, fair. <laughs> it is true. Uh, or as I told you earlier, I assumed you all were married. So, yeah, wife. Right. Uh, but you were like, "No, it did not work for us." And I play it every Christmas. It's my it's my Christmas game because it takes place at the holidays in the game. And that's cool. I, I see what you're saying. It yeah. is cool. Visually, I think it's amazing. I think for us, we just got completely checked out when it basically turned into Saw and then basically and turned into every other horror movie. No, and I hear you. Um, and the Saw portion is only a chapter. They do move past it, and then it becomes a creature feature. Yes. Like, th- I think that's the one negative of the, of the game is... It doesn't know if it's a slasher, torture porn, or a creature feature. And they were like, fuck it. We can do all of them. Right. And you're like, can you? Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's not to say that the premise isn't generic, but I thought it, until it became Saul, I thought it was extremely original and visually was incredible and it was suspenseful yeah. and the design was great. Oh, I, I, when I play the, 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 the Asylum chapters, oh, yeah. oh I'm sweaty palms because it's like okay and it's like i don't i know what's gonna happen i've played it before but because the game is designed that you can do multiply different things it is always a new game when i play it and i've played it three times and every time i do want that the bitch to get killed which one do you consider the bitch The, the, the blonde girl oh she's good too no the dark haired girl oh the dark haired girl yeah yes and i i actively do not save her and she still lives. I she was like, lives. you son of a bitch. Like, there's nothing I can do to make you die except that one scene when you have the option to shoot her, which I did do. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, she got to go. She went to go. Boom. Yeah. It was like, I oh. Think our our favorite yeah. character was Jess, the blonde girl with the, with the braided pigtails. Yes. she. We, for yeah. some reason, we just loved her. I thought she was phenomenal. She's fine. Um, but... 
your question for you. Have sure. you ever played through and saved everybody? No, I haven't figured out how to do it yet. See, there's your goal. I you want to keep going until you I, save I, I read online, like, it's a possibility. You can save everyone. You can save and everyone. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I guess I'll have to try to do that. you got to be on yeah. top of it to save everyone. Yeah, no, I'm probably never going to be on top of it yeah. again. But yeah, I mean, I think, they're, I think they are going to make a sequel to that because it was really successful. I did hear – I thought I heard something about that. I'm not positive. That is why I think a Friday the 13th game should be. I agree. Like that. I agree. You it shouldn't it, be a multi, all it, multiplayer. No, you give it money. You get uh, mocap actors actually portraying a story, and you give them the options of how to relate to certain environments, whatnot, with – yes. Jason as your main antagonist. Yeah. And it's like a choose your own adventure where you can Which screw is, up yeah. and you can do different things. That's I think that's how they probably should rebrand that's the Friday 13th idea. series like Instead of trying to focus on a new movie, which they keep saying every year they're going to try, and then every year it kind of falters. Falls through. Do whatever. I'm, I am glad that as much as I do want a 13th one, and I feel we will get one in the it will, we will. It will happen. We will. I, I did hate, like, adamantly the idea that they were going to do a found footage Jason oh movie. Oh, my God. And I was like, Oof. okay, I see why you want to do that, mm -hmm. but it is no longer 2005, and I need you to get rid of this this trope now. Yeah, I was so relieved when I woke up one morning yeah. randomly and saw that that movie was not happening. I was, like, unbelievably relieved because I thought that would be awful. But, in one, but here's the one thing I will say that – he is the one character, though, that does give way to that, the found footage genre, the easiest. Yeah. Speed Demon. You know what? I'm not adding around it. It happened. Hey, Motorcycle. Yeah. It's how we roll. I, I mean, well, I'll, I mean, honestly, even if they're bad, I kind of do want more Friday the 13th movies, but I do yeah, but I would I want like them to be one. good. Yeah, I want them to I mean, be good. With the, you can't fuck up on the 13th. No. You can't. It needs you to be. You can fuck up on 14. Yeah. I just, it's yeah. like, like, even, like, I, um, yeah, you, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, you can turn to my Bond, James Bond podcast. I don't have one. <laughs> uh, the, the, the next James Bond movie is the 25th James Bond movie. And, and uh, Daniel you, Craig's coming back. You got to have that one be Skyfall good. Yeah. You can't, you can't specter it. Right. You, you can't be like, oh, well, this is the last one with this series. Eh. You're like, no, it's not how things work. Yeah. Same with Freddy. We need to get a good Freddy out. But that might never happen again because Wes Craven's dead. That might never uh, happen. He wasn't involved with the remake, was he? Um. Well, I mean. Other than like Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm yeah, Street. Yeah, I mean, like I said, though, I mean, I, I if Robert England doesn't come back, it's not. Is it, I don't is need it, him to come back. We he, can find someone else. Yeah, well, I mean. He's also very, very old. That's true. He's, the, his time is pretty much yeah, done. Yeah, now he's in his. 70s. As long as he's not like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, Freddy. I was not a fan oh, of that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, the actor is a great actor. He's a great, yeah. I'm trying to remember his name right now. The way they but, made yeah. him look in that Haley, movie. Haley. Um, I forget his name. Er, Earl. Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Like, yeah. I knew, I knew he pull it. You got it. He got, he got an Oscar nod. He's uh, a great actor. Oh, his Warshack is probably one of the better, one of the positive sides of Watchmen, which there are not many. But like, yeah, he's great. And I thought his portrayal was very good. It's unfortunate it was in that movie. Yeah. It was almost kind of like, oh, I wish you were in a better Nightmare movie yeah. where we could have watched you do this. Yeah. yeah. We need Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake caliber Freddy and Jason Returns. That's fair. Uh, anything left on your the Jason Voorhees Friday the 13th love? I mean, we were, we, we were all we, over the map, but that's kind of how we this, this rolls. So I think that's, we kind of covered... That's my... how we do it here on the street. So, yeah. you know, uh, I, I mean, that felt so unnatural to say do as it far as do it on the street. Because <laughs> I am not from the streets. But now you are. No, I, I'm, I'm from the streets as far as, like, I had a house that was on a street. <laughs> that's about a street as I got, yeah. I stole that joke, well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take if it. If anybody listened to this and they haven't seen the Friday the Thirteenth movies, like, I mean, run out and see them. But why haven't you seen them? <laughs> run out now. <laughs> run, run out <laughs> to your <laughs> run to your Tower Records and go get all of them. <laughs> run out and see them. Yeah, but yeah. I can almost guarantee you that most people have not seen all of them. 
Um, really, you think? I think. If, well, I guess. Re- I'm yeah. thinking of people. If you're a hardcore fan, you've seen them all. But no, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. be had a Mo- point. That, yeah. Most pedestrian horror watchers haven't seen all of them. No. And you know what? They're probably better for that. True. I do think it is funny though. Like the. Um, oh, it's his mom, and it's like, oh, spoiler, really. You didn't know that? Have you yeah. seen Scream? Because yeah. they Scream spoils quite a lot of things in that movie. That's uh, true. Well, I mean, the one last thing I will say, as far as the looks sure. department, uh, believe it or not, if I had to choose one look for Jason, part two is my favorite. I like Baghead Jason. Baghead Jason is frightening. I am I am obsessed. With a pitchfork, yeah. this frightening. I am obsessed with bagheaded characters, and I think Baghead Jason, <laughs> with he looks like a... I, I just want that a shirt. I'm obsessed with bagheaded characters, and it's, you just have like the three that you can think of on the bottom. It's pretty true, though. Well, no, because well, he's, like he's like a giant scarecrow. Yeah. But like, like a, a scarecrow that isn't... Creepy, creepy, like a scarecrow. Creepy. He's just yeah. He has a big dude in a bag. Yeah, that's he weird. looks almost identical to the town that dreaded Sundown Killer, which honestly is not that original. Is not a good movie. The remake sure is not a good movie. Um, <laughs> I'll take your word. That is it. my favorite look. That's, all right, this, I will go on record. No, no, saying, it's cool. Well, if it's, I have to choose the Jason look, it's part two. Well, it's I don't been, care. If it's on the internet that. now, yep. so you're it's screwed. forever. Uh, I'm gonna go with part seven because I like the rib cage and the spine. He does look because I just think that looks badass. As like, you're, like, as, you're just like look at that. That motherfucker's walking around with his spine hanging yeah. out. That's a badass. Hockey dude. mask, Jason. I think I would probably have to agree with you. Also, that's the best hockey mask. I like the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Little cracked at the bottom. Little cracked. One eye. Yeah. I don't like when you can see both of his eyes. Yeah. Like, and also, I think that's one con- eye. I think that's continuity. I think the crack is from at the a end pre- of my- where the car parts- hits him, right? Well, I think it's part oh, no. six. Part with the, seven's the when boat. the car hits him. Yeah. yeah. The the crack is from the boat propeller. Yeah. In the end of part six. The yeah. Movie I chose. Because part. Eight is when he's still under the car and gets pulled up from the anchor. <laughs> yeah. That's where yeah. uh, we're not going to talk about yeah. part eight. Well, that gets its own fucking podcast. Okay, so that was us for this week. Uh, you know, it is Hallow- It is October, so tune in for all of our Octobery Halloween horror macabre needs or your needs. I'm not in it as well. All right, so I am Leland here with my good buddy Mike. Yep, that's me. <laughs> good close. <laughs> All right, we will see you next time. Until next time, unpleasant dreams.